This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. just coming up to 708 and uh, 2023 is just around the corner which is usually the time of year when we start taking stock of our lives and uh, of course our finances and this is particularly if you're just starting out on your career or if you're just starting to think about your finances so we decided to uh, talk about how to build a solid financial foundation in the new year and where insurance fits into all of this uh, with Hugo Kaur who is an AIA life planner Um, so earlier today Lynn caught up with Hugo uh, to speak about this. All right. Firstly, um, Hugo, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Sure. Thank you. So uh, we are, of course, just a couple of weeks away from 2023. And Mm -hmm. that's around the time um, that people make their resolutions, start to plan for next year. So let's start with that. Mm -hmm. If one of my resolutions is to start creating healthier financial habits for myself, where should I start? Uh, Well, uh, you can first start with listing down everything um, from a household budget, to expenses, right? So once you have an overview of your expenditures, it will be easier for you to determine just what sort of goals do you want to achieve. The exercise of listing everything out sometimes will actually help us to review spending habits that we were not aware of, right? Maybe, for example, for instance, that um, we have, you know, from the list we've seen that we have a habit like, you know, spending too much on a coffee, right? Or, or, or some other uh, probably a streaming services that you wouldn't know until it's actually set out in front of you. Perhaps another point is you you want to save more, invest more, right? And maybe increase your, in the sense of your financial risk management, uh, for instance, at your medical and your life insurance protections, right? It is it is very good. It is good to identify yeah some benchmark of what you want to achieve before you even start it. There are a lot of hosts of online tools that will help you assess your financial standing. So, for instance, the AIA has a free financial health check, right, which is actually easily accessible to its website. Yeah, So it helps you to assess your standing from an insurance protection perspective, helping you understand your coverage needs. So... Since we started off by mentioning financial resolutions, right? Mm-hmm. How should people tackle this issue of coming up with a resolution? Do you think big? Do you start small? Mm. So uh, eventually, it's good to think big first, right? And then you start with small. Why it is very important uh, to, to me, right? After all, uh, goals, right, is a thing that actually helps us. It helps to motivate us and inspire us. Um, but it is actually very important to set a small achievable steps, perhaps a milestone. Put it that way, actually, a step after another, a, a small kind of uh, actions can actually help you or can actually help you to deliver a much bigger kind of result. Could you give um, an example of that? So I, I guess my question is, hmm. if people are thinking about, let's say you want to buy a house, let, let's go with that direction, yeah, right? Yeah. What is an example of how I can think big, but then also start small in that context? Um, so, if you want to set yourself a goal to buy a house, right? Mm. So, probably it's, it's, it's all right for you to say that, okay, I want to buy a bungalow for myself. So, wow, you know, your friends may actually look at you and say, okay, so how are you going to get it done? So, of course, I mean, it's, it's nothing that impossible, isn't it? Set yourself, you know, it's actually a big dream, right? You want to get yourself a bungalow, right? So, of course, how to get the money? 
as a financial planner or as a life planner, normally my advice to you know my advice to to all my client in such a way that it's okay set the goal and then um, start to plan start to plan based on your income. Uh, most of the time, people will say, "Okay, it's all right. I will work all hard. Mm. I will go all out and then to 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 get myself to to." Uh, uh, for my paycheck, you know, to get more paycheck, and then I save the money in my bank, then I have my uh, down payment, and then I can buy the house. Yes, it's true. But of course, how much you want to set aside? Then that is something that you have to plan. So once you set aside, then where are you going to save this money? So when you save this money, then is this source, uh, so called the the place that so called the place that you save the money, right? Um, is that an easy access portal or easy access point? So if it's something an easy access point, it probably is may not be a, a wise decision, right? Because you save money, then because it's easily for you to access, then probably you can just you, take you it just, out. Yeah, take it out for some other thing, right? Yeah. Um, so normally uh, for me, it's actually something that you know you could think about set aside this money into second financial firm, which is easy for you to view all your the money you actually save in. But however, when you want access to it, right, it may take you a little bit step. Not direct, not that easy. So you can actually control your expenses and really, really secure this amount. So speaking of this issue of resolutions and goals, right? Mm -hmm. uh, planners always advise it's important to understand your needs before mm -hmm. you identify a goal, then you create a plan. So that's the process. Um, take us through that, starting with understanding your needs. How do you land on a goal that is realistic for what you have to achieve, but also ambitious? Mm -hmm. So... It is important to identify your needs, but it is also important to anticipate uh, if your needs are going to change, right? So it is inevitable that as we going through different life phases, right, our financial needs and goals will actually change as well. Um, probably right now you may be single with zero commitments, but you may have different priorities when you're later on, when you grow older, you're getting married and you're having your child. Right, and then at the moment, uh, to the point that you will need to taking care of your parents, yeah. So maybe your goals is to save. Literally, is about ten twenty percent of your salary each month to work towards a down payment for a car or, or house, right? That we 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 talk about earlier. Uh, then you begin to by then you will start to begin to deduct, you know, that ten twenty percent and map. Uh, mapping up some of the remaining amounts to see if covers the rest of your monthly uh, your monthly expenses. Yeah. So while this method focuses on your short term goals, it is important to also keep an eye on your long term goals, uh, whether it is investment or even work out on your financial risk assessment management, such as your insurance protection. Yeah. Okay. So I, I I always believe that you are never too young to think about investment or working out on your uh, financial risk assessment, such as in your insurance protection. In fact, the younger you start, the more affordable it is and leading to, and even is she leading to a better returns in the future? Yeah. So in, in, in this situation, you should take opportunity to, to actually speak to your insurance agent and review your plans, right? To, to make sure that you are getting the right amount of coverage and that your coverage is sufficient to protect your lifestyle changes. So what are the components of a good financial plan in your view? What is the role of insurance as well in this situation? 
A solid financial plan right, should consist of a few of the points, right? So uh, first thing first is your financial goal. Um, by knowing what you want to accomplish with your money and organize it accordingly to short term, some are middle term and even the long term. Subsequently, your net worth statement. So when we talk about a net worth statement, is determine your worth and have a debt management plan. For example, like making a list of all your assets and your debts. The assets minus of all your debts, that's equals to your net worth. Then um, the third point would be budget planning. Determine where your money is going and how you can actually cut back in order f- to meet your goals. And retirement plan, which a lot of time we're actually missing out that part. The, the old rules is you, you will need approximately 80% of your present income in retirement. So it's never too early to start planning it for those golden years. Of course, um, there are a lot of things that are unpredictable. So what about your emergency fund? So having emergency fund, right, will actually help you avoid tapping into your long-term savings when something unexpected happens. And um, the last point I would say is actually insurance protection, which is uh, in technical term is actually your financial risk assessment. So identify your protection needs yeah, with the help of uh, your respective agent. Uh, so that you are protected against unexpected situations. With the rising cost of healthcare, you know, uh, it's actually important to ensure that you have uh, some coverage in place. Insurance is also a form of wealth protection as it can actually help you uh, to protect your income and your lifestyle in case anything unfortunate happens. For example, like in the event of total permanent disability or in case an unfortunate situation happened like death, So the payout from the insurance coverage can actually help you or or even your family to at least sustain their lifestyle for certain years or, you know, for them to to stable down whichever that, you know, unexpected things happen to the family. We've mentioned savings a lot, um, you know, in different percentages, but the point is saving is important. Mm -hmm. Um, What techniques do you recommend here, especially because, uh, as you've pointed out, it can be quite easy for things to to come up. Uh, Mm. It can be quite easy for extra needs or emergency to suddenly show up. So say you're a young professional, young parent, what is maybe a surefire way to to ensure that you're going to save? Of course, uh, you can start by tracking down your money spending. Right. In fact, there are many apps, you know, there are many uh, online tools can actually help you to do this easily, right? This will help you understand where is your money going through, right, each month. After that, you know, carefully distinguishing your wants and needs, right? You should aim to save around three to six months worth, typically, right? So that's how we look at it, right, uh, of your expenses in case of any financial setback. But to be a safe side, um, personal opinion is you should at least have 12 to 24 months. Um, it, is definitely, it is definitely easier to save when you're young, single, and have no commitments at all, right? So while it's really tempting to spend all your extra money on treating yourself, um, well, it's actually important to set aside you know, what for those life milestones. For example, like uh, when you grow older, then you plan for your marriage, you know, then after that, you have your own family, your children, that's all the commitments are there. Um, come back to one of your points that once once you are young parents, for example, right, uh, more expenditures will actually come your way. We are talking about your so-called as your household expenses. That's the first thing, which unavoidable. Then subsequently, when you have your children, you know, all the welfare you got to, you know, take care for your children. Uh, as life goes on, then probably the chances of your children get sick, 
how are you going to cover up your medical bills? However, if you have already inculcated um, the habits of uh, checking your expenses, you'll be able to anticipate any of the life changes that come that comes to your way. That's that's the whole thing. So with a global recession um, heading our way next year, reportedly, and the rising inflation rates, what can we do to protect our wealth? Most, most of the economists believe that moderate inflation right, is good for economy, right, as it actually promotes spending, you know, which results in the in, uh, increased demand for goods and services, which in turn uh, triggers higher productions and drive the economy forward. However, uncontrolled and prolonged inflation is very harmful as the purchasing power of the consumer is it's going to be reduced, I would say, and then creating a lower demand and slowing down the whole economy. In such a situation, consumer would need to save and really spend wisely and considering an inflationary-proof financial plan, uh, such as a long-term saving plan to achieve their savings and protection goals. So what you can do is review your protections and financial standing to ensure sufficient protections, coverage and savings. Wealth protections is important, especially during the economy downturn. Uh, Resess your spending habits. Keep an eye on your expenditures and see how you can make your ringgit stretch yeah, a little bit more. Practicing portfolio diversification. Build a long-term saving uh, with a dollar cost averaging while staying invested in the market. I would like to share with you a little bit of this. In AI, we do have a total wealth solution, which actually helps you you know, uh, it's not just preserving your money value, but it's also encouraging you staying in a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, so that's the thing. And the other element, uh, this was part of the financial plan that you spoke about earlier as well, retirement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think um, it can feel tempting to put off thinking about retirement. It's so far away. Uh, it's mm-hmm. too early to discuss. But then you speak to people in the field and they always tell you it's not too early. You have to talk about yeah. it now. Uh, what can younger people do to plan for their retirement? Retirement planning is rarely, you know... Uh, the top of mind topic of many people, right, including my customer. So we, we often um, are on autopilot mode through adulthood, you know, taking things as they come. You know, uh, however, with rising cost of living and a longer lifespan of Malaysians, I feel it's actually never too early to start thinking of retirement. So uh, first, you need to identify how much you need in your retirement fund. First thing first is put a numbers. Understand now. I would say that actually, you know, um, determine how much you need every month to live. Uh, considering the cost of living may be significantly higher when you're retired. That's the first point. And then secondly, um, uh, look into multiply with the cost of longevity. Okay, determine how many years you can serve, you know, survive without any income, and um, factor in the health needs. With the age comes the risk of certain health condition. So consider how you'll be managing your healthcare costs after your retirement. Of course, your family and dependents, right? Will people still rely on you financially during that moment? And last but not least, uh, consider your dreams. Allocate funds for those things that you, you know, you, you've liked to, you always liked it to do. So which you can't do it during your, your, your young, and now it's your actually retirement moment mm. that you have more time to actually enjoy that. Talk about savings, talk about, uh, talk about, Retirement plan, yeah, of course, we, we, are a, we have actually a private retirement scheme, which, of course, you can actually seek out for an agent or a consultant to, you know, to ask more for that. Hugo, before I let you go, I have one more question. Sure. Um, you know, I was thinking as we were speaking today about how the, um, 
when we talk about long-term goals, when we talk about mm. retirement, um, even insurance, I think sometimes it's tempting for people to say, yeah, but that money that I'm going to put towards mm-hmm. retirement or savings or insurance, nothing bad is happening now. I'm not old. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I could instead put mm-hmm. it forward towards my house payment mm-hmm. or my car payment or a holiday. Yep. So how do you, when you talk to people, yep. get them thinking about putting money aside that isn't fun to do? Yeah, well, that's actually commonly it's actually a common topic yeah, I'm yeah sure. it's actually a common topic yes it is it is yeah so uh, of course we're talking about commitments there's yeah that's that way that's where and when you set aside right but you're asking people to you know you should actually set aside of your contingency fund right mm, think about something, something 20 30 years yeah, later yeah probably later so people are reluctant to think about it but again um as we mentioned earlier that going through a different stage of a life, right? So put it that way, there are different needs in different life, uh, life stages, true? So that is something that we already planned out, we, we executed. But let's say you don't actually have a contingency plan towards everything that you want to do. Something happened to you during that moment. How would be your plan going to look like? Will you still be able to achieve what you wanted or everything just crashed? So if this is not something that you want, right, preserve, how, how would you be able to preserve that value? Even allow the value to continue growth or, or, or to continue, uh, uh, the right word is called, right? the continuity, mm. right, of that certain event or things that you wanted to, to do. So this is where, you know, when you talk about insurance, we talk about protections comes into the picture that helping you to take care of, to be the part of your contingency plan. Hugo, thank you so much for speaking with us today. No problem. Thank you very much. You just heard Hugo Call, Life Planner from AIA's Elite Academy, in an interview with Lee Chui Lin, brought to you by AIA. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.